Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Well, hello out there in podcast land. Um, this is Pastor Hank one more time with the mosaic that is Marion. No, no, no. <laughs> you always say it that way. It's the mosaic of Marion. Yeah, I'm the pastor here, so this is the mosaic <laughs> that is Marion. And so we're going to go along with today's lesson. I'm so glad you guys are here. Hey, man, I want to. I know I've said. I know the people here at Marion know this. I've said it about a million times. Man, the Bible says that um, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Yep. It is very good to laugh. That's <laughs> good because we laugh a lot. Yes, we do. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what, in the, the world that we live in now, man, we need some laughter. Absolutely. With everything that's crazy going on. So, hey, it is the Mosaic of Marion, and I am <laughs> Pastor Hank. And with me is my little trusty sidekick, Miss Mona. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Lady, a few words when Again. we start out, man. <laughs> um, so, so glad she's here and so overjoyed. Um, so, hey, we're going to start, pick up right where we left off last week, which was in Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to try and get through, not making any promises. There may be a part three if we're not careful. Um, and then we'll go back. We've not forgotten Hebrews 11, so don't worry. Hey, coming up soon, at some point down the line, you're in for a real treat, guys. I want you to prepare yourselves, so I'm giving you a lot of time to prepare yourselves. My son, Drew Meadows, youth pastor here, and Dan Amos will be doing a segment. Okay. <laughs> at some point. At some point. At some point. So, um, we'll, I don't know when that'll be quite yet. We don't know the exact date, but those two will be doing it at some point. That'll be so, a treat. So, how are you doing? I'm good. Man, what a day we had yesterday at church. We had a great day yesterday It was, church. I mean, the spirit fell, and yep. man, it was for a pastor. Yeah. Because um, not every Sunday, let's just be honest, not every Sunday is, now the spirit is here every Sunday. Absolutely. Let me say that. Absolutely. Okay, because where the word of God is preached, the spirit's going to be. But there are some Sundays where I just believe that there is nothing but a, a positive desire mm. to meet with the Lord. By the people. Right. Really, that's when it comes into being, right. I think. Um, and so I don't know what it was yesterday, but man, was the spirit there and, and moving. And um, I'm so thankful. Um, once again, um, we live for those days. Yep. And um, man, I pray that God is using this podcast out there in, in all across the world. We're in nine countries. <laughs> Doesn't that blow your mind? It definitely are, blows my mind. People in nine countries have listened to us. That's crazy. Now, maybe you're worthwhile listening to. Well, you are. Me? <laughs> less, I'm just a redneck from Chatham, man. <laughs> Trying to turn me into one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we could chase that rabbit. Well, hey, so let's open up with the word of prayer, and then we're going to get started. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come just, just bearing our soul, and God asking you to show up today. God, you tell us where that your word would never return void, and so, Lord, we ask for that. God, I don't know who needs to hear what we're going to be talking about today, but God, I pray that you would use it to strengthen their walk or to draw them to you. God, it's not about us at all. We willingly submit to your authority and to your lordship over not only our lives, but this podcast, because we want to do nothing that is against you. 
So, Lord, be with us today in these few moments that we have, and we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, so today we're going to pick up. I'm going to read the whole thing, and then I want you to, you just made a comment right before we came on air. All of the let us, we're going to deal with the let us statements today that they in some tense form fashion and um i want you to deal with that at the jump tell okay. you told me that all of them are in the blank 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 whatever <laughs> um so i want to deal with that off the front and let so we can set it up if you will right because it does set the tone yep, Ex- there you go that was the word i was yeah, looking for there you go. set the tone <laughs> here it is starting in verse 19 of hebrews chapter 10 and by the way i pray that unless you're driving and listening to this if you're driving please don't do this <laughs> Have your Bible out. Mm. Take notes. Um, it's it's important, and you it's okay. I know there are some who are like, I don't write in my Bible. Um, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, it's God's Word, and it's living, and it's powerful, right. sharper than any two-edged sword. But it's okay to write in your Bible right. to make some notes, some clarification notes. Yep. I mean, you know, look at mine right now, just in this passage we're dealing with. <laughs> I've got arrows and, and everything. So please take have your Bible with you when you listen, unless you're driving. Um, here it is. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way uh, that is now conversion and not ritual, <clears throat> that he opened for us, he is Jesus, opened, he inaugurated for us through the curtain that is through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, Jesus is his name, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of our faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day appearing. Right. So um, if you didn't listen to our podcast from last week, I would encourage you to go back and do that um, as we dealt with um, verses 19 and 20 and what Jesus did and how we have access to the throne of God through Jesus. And um, it's just a, a Beautiful truth. Um, And so I would encourage you to listen to that if you have not. Um, So then we have these um, three exhortations. Um, The first one is let us draw near. The second is let us hold fast. And then the third one is let us consider. And each one of those, to sound like a Greek scholar that I'm not, is um, (laughs) the the verb tense is present, present subjunctive active, which just means that it's ongoing continuous action. And so it's really saying that let us keep on drawing near, let Mm -hmm. us keep on holding fast, let us keep on considering. And so it's not something that um, we do once and we're done with it, but it's something that we need to continually keep doing. Mm -hmm. It needs to be that ongoing habitual action in our life. Right. It's a daily thing. Right. I mean, the walk, your walk with Jesus is a daily experience. Right. Um, a, and if you fall today, guess what? You get to get up tomorrow morning and do it all over again. I think about Lamentations there when he said, um, your mercies are new every yes. day. I really want to either one day write a post about that. For a week and a half now, that verse has been on my mind. Uh-huh. Either preach on it, we do a podcast on mm-hmm. it one day, or just write a post about it. I don't know which one. Um, but I will say this. It's it's a, a daily Walking a daily um, relationship, right. uh, God. It, like you said, it's not a one-time deal. Right. You know, 
God wants to know you. Right. And more importantly, he wants you to know him. Yes. His character. Hey, I want to, I'm going to plug us. Go back to the very beginning when we talked about the names yes. of God. Yes. Um, I listened to that actually the other day mm. again. And um, I was like, wow, Mona's good. <laughs> God is good. That dude <laughs> with her, man, he sort of struggles. But um, anyway, so let's just jump in. Okay, let's do the first. Let us draw near. Uh, let us, the Bible says in verse 22, let us draw near. So that means come alongside. That means come right. by. Let us get close to him. Right. And um, thinking about, I love, here's what, um, um, where is it at? Oh my goodness, I just, I just lost it. As I'm thinking about this, and I'm going to continue to talk until I find what I'm <laughs> looking for. Um, I don't know where it's at. Um, talk for a minute. Well, I don't know. What, what are you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> I um, can't help you if I don't know what you're yeah, looking no. for. Oh, All right. Well, in Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace. And so we see that not just here in chapter 10, but elsewhere also that we need to draw near. We need to come close. And and that confidence is talked about in verses 19 and 20 also, um, that boldness that we have to draw near. Yeah, so he wants us He wants us coming close. He wants us drawing near. And I don't know what I was looking for, so forget it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll think about it when we get through. So here, yeah. as we look, there's three ways he wants us to draw near. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like you should just roll up in there. We talked about last week that you can, you, you can boldly approach the throne. Now, even saying that, that you can come in with confidence and boldness um boldly however you want to say it but you need to make sure as you come in there you come in the right way that's correct that's right. what these three are really sort of getting at right and then they're breaking it down but before we get there i do want you to take your draw attention to hebrews seven twenty five. listen to this verse um consequently he is able to save to the uttermost i love that mm-hmm. those who here's the same word draw near to god through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Right. Did you catch it? He lives to make intercession for you and I. He's desiring that you and I would submit to his authority so that he can make intercession for us, that he can look at the Father and intercede through our prayer life, through our right. scripture reading, that he can <clears throat> cleanse us and, and save us to the uttermost. Mm-hmm. I just like how that's worded. Um <laughs> So three ways. Number one, he says when you come in, when you draw in, draw close with a near, with a true heart, excuse me, he says, number one, you ought to come confidently in full assurance of faith. Right. So now, based on what I just said, our confidence is not in ourselves, is it? But it's in the work that Jesus has done in our hearts. Right. And right. And in that um true heart is speaks of a genuine heart and a, a heart that ha, has genuinely been cleansed as we're going to talk about those words um, and what it says further on in the verse but um, a genuine um, desire to draw near you know we don't we don't come for show no we don't come um, to make us look good we don't come to even to make us feel good like we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. um, we come because um, we have that assurance that um, that we are in right standing with Him because of the work of Christ, and so then, and that gives us the boldness to come um, in that assurance. 
So he says to come with full assurance of faith. That's really, it's not about us. It's faith in him yes. who did the work in us. Right. Hank Meadows, in and of myself, I, I'm, I have nothing good. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there are some out there that think they're good. Mama told them that their whole life, how good they were. They were that in the bucket of fries. Just be honest. Know yourself. Right. Be self-aware. Right. You're, you're not that good mm-hmm. at your core. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and this is where, when, where I really, and you've heard me say that hundreds of times in the two years. By the way, Miss Mona's been at Marion for two years now. And two years. so thankful woo, woo. for that. And I know you've at least heard me say that a hundred times, that you're not that good. Right. Because, and here's what Bible says, Paul says in Romans chapter 3, there's no none one righteous. righteous, no, not one. There's none good. Right. None. Now, my daddy taught me none means zero. <laughs> or as my daddy used to say, now one. Yeah. Now one is good. <laughs> So there's another little word for you. So it, it just means there's nothing good. So he says, come and based upon him. So that's first. You got to come confidently. Confidence not in your own flesh and your own self, but confidence in the work Christ has done in you. Right. Secondly, cleanly. Yes. With our hearts sprinkled clean. What you got? Well, that's, again, the work that Jesus did. So the atoning work that he did in our inner person, um, the purifying work, the cleansiness of our sin. When I was um, reading this this morning, it reminded me of the song that we used to sing when we were little, um, which I'm not going to sing it, but my heart was black with sin until the Savior came in yeah. and he washed it white as snow, right? And so that's <laughs> that's all I kept thinking about. But um that he does cleanse us of that sin. And so that is the um, being clean that is is being talked about. And I think about, as we're there, I'm going to flip real quick to it, to Zechariah, mm-hmm. um, I think chapter three, or maybe two, let me get there real quick. Um, when, um, in, in chapter three, um, Zechariah chapter three, Joshua, the high priest, is standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan is standing at his right hand. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from fire? Talking about um, Joshua, the high priest. Now, Joshua was standing before the angel clothed with filthy garments. Mm. That's how you and I stand before the Lord. Notice what he says. And the angel said to those standing, Remove the filthy garments from him. Now, legit, I'm just telling you. The word filthy there has a picture and the connotation of poo. Right. <laughs> Who would have ever thought I'd have said poo on this podcast? But it means that it's a picture. See, we laugh. Right. But that's a picture of sin in the eyes of God. Yes. We are filthy yes. in the worst type of excrement. Right. I'll say something a little better. You laughed at poo. <laughs> That that's the picture. That literally, when it says he, they're filthy, that's the picture of those garments. And right. he was he had it all over him. Notice he says, "Behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments." And he said, "Let them put on a clean turban on his head." So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord standing by. That's sort of a picture of you and I, man. In our sins, we are nasty. Yep, we are filthy. Stinky, um, whatever, however you want to describe mm-hmm. it. Um, but thanks be unto God, Jesus clothes us with His right. righteousness. So we go from that, and we know there in Revelation 19, He says, But when we come with Jesus out of heaven after we've been raptured, and the um, Jesus is coming again after the seven year tribulation, don't want to really chase that rabbit, but He says, We're in pure linen, yes, 
which is a picture of our, our righteousness that is founded in Jesus. Right. So I want you to, once again, say, it's not about you and I. Right. It's right. It's it, all about Jesus. Yes. And the, the atoning work that he has done. Um, and in both those words that are talked about, the sprinkled clean and the washed is also, again, um, well, those are perfect passive particles, um, which means that the effect... Boy, we're getting a Greek I know, lesson today. I had a good time this morning looking at those words. Um, but the meaning is that the effect continues permanently. Mm-hmm. And so one time, Jesus, we say yes to Jesus, and he cleanses us with from our sins. And that cleansing, that, that whiteness, that purity can never be taken away. It's there permanently. So what you're saying is you can't lose your salvation? You cannot lose your salvation. <laughs> you can't lose your salvation? <laughs> so, G- no, you cannot. And it just, it goes on and on permanently. And, um, you know, and we know that it says that, that Jesus said that none um, can snatch us out of the Father's hand. And so... Um, you're we, lucky. I we, was about to hit you with, do you have a passage to back that up? <laughs> there you go. Right there. You jumped in ahead of me that time. <laughs> Woo! I avoided that one. <laughs> Don't worry. There's another comment. Oh, no. Um, but we can mess up our relationship with God. We can um, sin and not confess that and thus put um, a... Uh, a barrier between us because we need to confess that sin in order to have that communication in order to have that relationship, but that cleansing will never go away. It, we are always then seen as righteous in front of God. We take on that, that our justification is, is that God then looks at us and sees Jesus's righteousness when he looks at us. We're not righteous in our own self, as we've been talking about, but we have Jesus's righteousness that covers us. Right, and so I was, that's what I'm get at and asking if you had a verse for that. And I just don't understand how people can say, um, "I found the pat the verse I was looking for a minute ago." It was in <laughs> Ephesians chapter two. The one of the GE Power Company epistles <laughs> that I didn't look at was Ephesians. Hey, by the way, that's a great way to remember if you're trying to memorize the order of books of the Bible when you get there. It's is um, GE Power Company, just a thought. <laughs> and um, it just says that what I'm talking about is drawing us near, mm-hmm. that he broke down the dividing wall of hostility right. by abolishing the law of commandment expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one man in place of the two, so making peace and to reconcile us. That's what I was looking for earlier. Um, but why do we call it, and I know, I know there's one person in particular that, that just laughs at my rabbit trails. Why do we call it eternal life if you can lose it? Right. Why, why would anybody? Yeah, well, I have eternal life. Well, till I sin. Right. What? <laughs> till I mess up. Yeah. So is it really eternal life if it can't work through that? I mean, if you're talking about eternal last time I checked, eternity didn't restart over. Right. <laughs> I nope. mean, it's either everlasting life or it's eternal life or it's not. Right. Now, if, I'm sorry. And that doesn't give you a hope so sort of a security, does it? No. I mean, that's all it is, is a hope so security. Right. I'm sorry. Not, not it's not a no hope. so. Yeah. Right. Right. Not the real hope, the biblical right. hope. But right. that's sort of a, a human hope of. I hope that well, I don't well, do anything to mess it up. Right. You know, I hope I don't slip and fall here on this ice that I'm walking down or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You know. 
Anyway. Well, it doesn't. So <laughs> I'm just circle back. Can you speak? Circling back to that full assurance that we can have that full assurance that no matter how much we mess up, we can come to him and confess it to him and be made right again. Um, but no matter how much we mess up, that doesn't change his love for us. Um, the surety of our salvation, it doesn't change um, what. I mean, I remember somebody asking, well, what happens when you die if you have sins that you haven't confessed? Uh, well, your sins have been forgiven. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so... Um, you I, just lost a few rewards. <laughs> well, I mean, right. probably that's I'm just it. I'm thinking that you, you're, oh, you're still going to stand before him and you're fine. Um, and so that we can have that full assurance of mm -hmm. that. I was thinking, as you're talking, let, let's make one thing straight too, though. It's not that you're going, well... You know, forget it, man. I can just do whatever I want to right. because I know I'm going to fall, and therefore Jesus is going to forgive me for everything. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do. No, you try not to right. sin, right. but we're all going to sin. Right. I said it many times a believer slips into sin, hates it, and is desiring to get out at the very moment that it occurs. <clears throat> An unbeliever dives into it and swims and in it. it and enjoys it. And enjoys it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so. Getting there. So, all right. And then the third thing is, so we had you come confidently, cleanly, and then you come conscientiously. Um, our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. It's talking about that our conscience um, would be cleansed. That you would come consciously knowing what you're doing. In other words, your evil thoughts and your thought life has been also eradicated and washed away and washed white as snow by the blood of Jesus and by the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Mm -hmm. And so you really, you know, I think people struggle with our thought lights, thought right. life right? really bad sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, because it's hard to stop your thoughts right? in, in a sense. Um, and so I know for me, sometimes I just have to literally stop saying, quit going down that path, right? you know, or else you're in trouble. The next thing you find out, you're thinking things that you flat out should not be thinking. Right. You know, whether it's in anger or, you, you know. Or even worry or wor yeah, yes, worry. anything. Right. Yeah. Yes. I um, had that over the weekend where, I, you know, there was something that I could have chewed on all weekend. And, and I had to, every time the thought came to my mind, I literally said, Lord, I'm not going to think about that. Mm -hmm. Take that thought away from me. So that I wouldn't worry about it. So I wouldn't chew on it and and dwell on it and worry on it. Think, yeah, that's the that's the best word. You don't dwell on it, right? Because to dwell, you know, it's a picture of abiding in, tabernacling, setting up a tent, and just living there. And so, as I read Philippians chapter four, this is where I, the believer messes up. You know, he says whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's mm -hmm. holy, whatever's good, whatever's about eight things there. And he says, dwell, think. On, on these right and so how often do we dwell on the negatives on worldly things and not right. on the things of the lord i promise you half of our lives that are composed of worry would be taken care of if we would dwell on the things why do you think i want you to meditate on his word right right his word is holy and right and and righteous and and godly and is it's god breathed and it focuses you on jesus yes. so you know, conscientiously. So you ought to be, it ought to be, uh, when you get up, your thoughts are, I'm going to go into the principle. How, here's a good question. How will our lives be changed on the daily? Mm. 
if we woke up every morning and said, my focus today is meeting with Jesus. Mm. My focus is living for Jesus. Right. Comma, no matter what comes my way. Right. Wouldn't that radically change our days? Absolutely. I mean, just because the enemy is powerful. We, a lot of times we don't give him the credit that's due right. him as far as power. Now, I don't want to give him credit for anything. Right. But the fact is he's powerful. Right. And if you're not careful, he'll eat your lunch right. and take your dinner too. Right. And it's, well, and it's so easy. We do have to be intentional about it because it's so easy to get distracted. Why? Or why? Because we're just surrounded by it. We're living in that we're in this world that is um, run by Satan. Now he, Jesus has ultimate control, but it is Satan who is running the world, not believers, but the world. And I'm about to dig myself in deep, and I don't want to. Um, but but we're so we're surrounded by the world that we're not supposed to love. We're not supposed to um, be a part of. And but. It's there. It surrounds us. It, he's giving me these looks like he's just dying. <laughs> I don't even know what they mean. You can jump in anytime. Hey, I want to ask you a question. I, I don't have <laughs> any questions. <laughs> this is above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who should we blame? Most of our sin on ourselves. How do you know? And because it says in James. Ah, way to go! <laughs> it was I threw her softball. Ooh, it says in, Here's in James. I'm going that, with yeah. yeah, keep going. Find well, it in James. I want you to go there. I don't know where it is. It's right there. James. It's in like verse fourteen or fifteen or sixteen, seventeen. Most of the time, here's what we say all the time. Well, the devil made me do it. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you something out there, folks. You miss everything else. Don't miss this. And I've even picked up my mic for this. <laughs> yes, the devil did. don't need to make you do anything. Right. You pretty much do it yourself. Now, you may say, what? Miss um, Mona going to read you some scripture that says, hey, we do the devil's work for him right. most of the time. Right. It's you there, honey. Yep. So James 1, 14 and 15 says, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. By what? His own desire. What? His own desire. Okay. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. I heard Johnny Hunt say it this way. He said, "He said um, that our that's our flesh has two children, sin and death." Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't that a great? So so often, I mean, it's so many people. They think their theology is good, but it's not. Devil don't need to make you do it. Right. And by the way, even that statement is is theologically incorrect. The devil ain't made you do nothing. Right. Now, maybe one of his little minions and one of his little demons, the devil don't got time for Hank. I'm not even on <laughs> Hank's radar. I mean, on the devil's radar, you know? Now, does, does I'm sure there are, de- well, I know scripturally speaking, there are demons right. around. No, I don't think there's a demon around every tree, y'all. Get serious. But do I believe that there are demons out there? Yes. It talks about the fiery darts there in mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 6. Yep. But the devil didn't make me do that. Right. It was my, most of the time, I would say, personally, now I have nothing to back this up, 80% of the time, it's just my flesh. Yep. Which is why Paul addressed that in Ephesians, telling us that we need to walk by the Spirit and not by mm-hmm. the flesh. Exactly. And so then when we do that, then um, we can have um, 
those um, deeds, the fruit of the spirit, and not the deeds of the flesh. <laughs> oh my! Um, I just so. looked at the time. We have three minutes, <laughs> and we've only got through one of the three that we were going to talk about. So guess what? But I think that this verse was the um, the deepest of yes. them. Yeah, so we'll get through the next next week. We'll get through the others. <laughs> I guess quickly. that means we're doing it next week. Well, I'll, I don't want to leave we may people never hanging. <laughs> okay, here's a promise. We'll finish it next week. Okay. I'll let you talk for and I'll be quiet, <laughs> leading you down these rabbit trails. So what is it? Let's, okay, let's, let's just summarize. We, we do have enough time to summarize really quickly. We have two minutes. So here's what I would say. Yes, come to the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. Confidently, cleanly, conscientiously but not on your own merit. Right. That's how I read it. Yep. You come those ways because of what Christ has done in you. Right. He needs to have done a work in you, and he needs to have clothed you with his righteousness. God cannot allow sin into heaven. He does not even want to look at sin. So it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, the reason that we can come that way. Your thoughts? Uh, That summed it up pretty well. (laughs) Well, thank you. But, and also just a reminder that it is a continually drawing near. It is a continually, uh, the action of um, the effect of being cleansed continues. Um, And so we don't have to feel like, well, you know, I came to Jesus when I was seven, so I'm good for the rest of my life. Well, there's, you need to grow in your faith and you need to be walking with the Lord every day. Um, and so, um, I really worry about people that do that. They'll reach back in time and they'll pick this one date out and say, see, right then I came to Jesus. And ever since then I have been living, um, carnally and in a backslidden fashion. But that day, Right. I did. Are you, is Jesus going to let you live backslidden that long? You know, or even you've lived rightly in your mind, but if you're, if you haven't experienced growth in your relationship with Jesus, then do you really have a real relationship with Jesus? Exactly. Pray for us. Okay. Lord, I just, um, your word is so rich yes, and it's so full of truths and it's so easy for us to just read it and gloss over those words and those truths and not really allow it to affect our hearts. And so I pray that we would um, not do that, that we would read with um, the goal to um, take it not only into our minds, but into our hearts so that our lives can be changed. And we desire to um, come near to you because of the work that you have done. And um, I just pray that you would cause us to think about that and to um, make that our desire and our goal um, to draw near to you and just to grow closer and closer to you every day. And so, Lord, thank you for blessing us and thank you for um, leading us into this place. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, once again, just want to remind you, this is the mosaic of Marion. (laughs) And we're so thankful that you guys have tuned in once again. And um, next week, hey, we're right here at the same passage. So just bookmark it and we'll have a fresh (laughs) new podcast next week as well. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.